Hey there, it's Liz Garcia again, and welcome to another episode of your weekly dose of higher consciousness quiz that you can find on YouTube at trumpetoftruthtv.com or on my podcast at trumpetoftruthradio.com. This is the place to discover what I call the foundational basics for um, an essential understandings for raising your level of consciousness and building a better life. So this week's weekly dose of higher consciousness quiz asks the question, which of these following scriptures or spiritual writings are of highest consciousness? The first one is A Course in Miracles. We're going to look at there's different consciousness calibrations for the workbook and the textbook. Then we're going to take a look at the Bhagavad Gita. And I'll spell this out on the video in case you've never heard of it or don't know what it is. And finally, we're going to look at the Lamsa Bible minus the Old Testament and the book of Revelation, because those things, those two parts of the Bible calibrate super low. They're essentially garbage and should be tossed out. And, um, but if you get rid of those, all three of these uh, scriptures or spiritual writings are of super high consciousness. So if your intention is to align with higher truth, all three of these are a good go-to resource. So I want to just like read to you from Wikipedia, just because it's fast and easy to get to right now, about which what these are. Just a quick understanding. So we'll start with A Course in Miracles. And um, there's a lot of people that teach A Course in Miracles, which if you're ever drawn to it, it is a pretty high consciousness, and I did, I was drawn to it, and I did read the book for a little bit, and then I stopped. And it could be that I just wasn't there yet to really um, go through the book. I felt like I was forcing myself when I wasn't ready. So you got to pay attention to how you feel about something. Just because something is of super high consciousness doesn't mean you're ready for it, <laughs> for sure. So A Course in Miracles um, is a 1976 book by Helen Shukman. It is a curriculum for those seeking to achieve spiritual transformation. The underlying premise is that the greatest miracle is the act of simply gaining a full awareness of love's presence in one's own life. Shukman claimed that the book had been dictated to her word for her word via inner dictation from Jesus. So the course consists of three sections, the text, the workbook for students, and a manual for teachers. And I just have the calibrations for the workbook and the textbook. And it was written from 1965 to 1972. And throughout the 1980s, annual sales of the book steadily increased each year. But the largest growth came in sales during, in 1992, after Marianne Williamson discussed the book on the Oprah Winfrey show. So it got a nice boost in consciousness. And you know, we're, the planet is evolving consciousness. And this super high level of consciousness, we're not, many of us are not ready for. So it takes time for things that are of significance to really get to catch on in the general public organically, as an example. So let's take a look at the Bhagavad Gita. And I was introduced to this in 2003, the name of it. And I just kind of like 
when I heard about it, I had no interest in it when the person that introduced me to it um, was talking about it. I just like, was like, oh, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I clearly was not ready for it. This is of super high consciousness as well. All three of these are. And I want you to consider, you know, which one do you think is of the highest consciousness? So the Bhagavad Gita, often referred to as the Gita, is a 700-verse Hindu scripture that is part of the epic Mahabharata of Bahisma, Mahabharata, chapters 23 to 40 of Bahisma Parva. <laughs> Some of this stuff I don't know how to pronounce, I apologize. So the Gita is set in a narrative framework of a dialogue between Pandava Prince Arjuna and his guide and charioteer Krishna at the start of the Dharma Yuda, which is a righteous war between Pandavas and Kauravas. Arjuna is filled with moral dilemma and despair about the violence and death the war will cause in the battle against his own kin. He wonders if he should renounce and seeks Krishna's counsel whose answers and discourse constitute the Bhagavad Gita. Krishna counsels Arjuna to fulfill his, I can't say this, kshatriya, which is warrior duty to uphold the Dharma through selfless action. The Krishna-Arjuna dialogues cover a broad range of spiritual topics touching upon ethical dilemmas and philosophical issues that go far beyond the war Arjuna faces. Krishna is also said as the first is also said as the first motivational speaker in human history. So, um, did it say when this thing was written? Uh, I'm not seeing that here. Shoot, it's an ancient scripture, though I'm pretty sure. I did try to read it, but I couldn't get into it, so I put it back down. Clearly, I was not ready for it. And uh, let's see, I'm not seeing a year when this was written. Huh, date, theories on the date, 200 BCE. I don't know what BCE is. Anyway, it's an ancient scripture, the Bhagavad Gita. All right, so uh, last, all of these are of higher consciousness and you, if you care about the truth, you may be drawn to one or all of them. Lastly is the Lamsa Bible. And I don't know what the deal is with all these different names. So there's uh, the King James Version of the Bible, the Lamsa Bible. There's versions from the Greek. So King James Version from the Greek. There's all these different um, versions of the Bible. So the Lamsa Bible is of higher consciousness, very high consciousness, when you take out the Old Testament and the book of Revelations. If you're listening to anyone or following anyone that uses these two as a guide, get the heck out of Dodge. There's nothing true about them. And in fact, they calibrate super freaking low. All right. So the Lamsa Bible, it's the Holy Bible from ancient Eastern manuscripts, commonly called the Lamsa Bible. It was published by George M. Lamsa in 1933. It was derived both Old and New Testaments from the Syriac Peshitta, 
the Bible used by the Assyrian Church of the East in other Syriac Christian traditions. Lamsa, the author, or the, the person who published the Bible, following the tradition of his church, claimed that the Aramaic New Testament was written before the Greek version, a view known as Aramaic primacy. This contrasts with the academic consensus that the language of the New Testament was Greek. Um, okay, Lamsa has thus claimed his translation was superior to versions based on later Greek manuscripts, and I have the truth about that here, so hold tight. While Lamsa's claims are rejected by the academic community, his translation remains the best known of Aramaic to English translations of the New Testament. Okay, so this is interesting. I gave you, now that I've told you what these things are, which one do you think is of highest consciousness? And I think I'll start with the highest one today. So the spiritual writings of the Bhagavad Gita are of the highest consciousness at 910 on the map of consciousness, which is huge. It's of super high consciousness, speaking of super high spiritual truths, if you can understand them, <laughs> which at the time, I'd have to pick it up again because I've read a lot of higher consciousness books since, I may be able to align with it better. So that calibrates at 910 on the map of consciousness. Next up would be the second one of highest consciousness is the Lamsa Bible. But you got to get rid of the Old Testament and the book of Revelations. So the Lamsa Bible, without those two, calibrates at 880 on the map of consciousness, which again speaks of super high truth. And Lamsa thought his version was of higher truth than the Greek King James version, version which is only true if you get rid of the book of Revelation and the Old Testament. So the New Testament, the King James Version from Greek, calibrates at 640, which is still of super high consciousness for sure. Whereas the Lamsa Bible, without those two pieces of content, calibrated 880. So let me just tell you, the consciousness calibration of the Old Testament is 190. This is the level of, it's low vibe. There is nothing true, it holds no truth at that level. There's nothing and that's kind of like consciousness calibrations. It's not that it's false. It's that it holds no spiritual truth at all at 190. So if you're reading the Old Testament, toss it in the trash. Same with the book of Revelations, even worse. The book of Revelations calibrates at 70, which is the level of consciousness of fear. So if it's like trying to hammer fear into you, guilt and punishment, that's what the energy is of the book of Revelations. So Old Testament and book of Revelations, toss them in the garbage, they're no good. However, the Lamsa Bible, without those two, calibrates very high. The New Testament, the Greek Testament calibrates very high. And this is levels of consciousness that most people don't even get. So they can be misconstrued or misperceived by lower consciousness. And last up, the lowest level of consciousness, which is not low, of low at all, is A Course in Miracles, the workbook, calibrates at 600 
on the map of consciousness, which is the level of consciousness of peace or inner peace and the level of consciousness of enlightenment. Anything above 600 and above on the map of consciousness is the energy of enlightenment, which is not of this world, I can assure you. And the Course in Miracles textbook calibrates at 550, which is significantly lower than the workbook, but it is still super high. And 540 is the level of consciousness of um, unconditional love and inner joy. So all three of these uh, scriptures and spiritual writings are worth reading. But again, you've got to dump the Old Testament and um, the book of Revelations in the garbage, throw it in a fire that would be suiting, suitable for those particular texts. That's this week's dose of Higher Consciousness Quiz. I hope you found that enlightening, to say the least. And you may want to check out this week's 101 Ways to Happiness I, I did, as well as this week's topic. I'm talking about the afterlife of Billy Fingers and tell you how this book came to me and what, I, what came out of it for me. See you next week. Hey there, lovey Lou. If you are new to your weekly dose of Higher Consciousness podcast or an avid listener, I have something just for you. I created a landing page with all of my playlists in one place. So for new listeners, I created a playlist called Foundational Basics. This is where you will want to begin to come up to speed on your understanding of the map of consciousness, a proven energy scale for realizing your ultimate potential by Dr. David R. Hawkins, and with where we are now. For avid listeners, I've created playlists for all of my popular topics like 1001 Ways to Be of Higher Consciousness, 1001 Ways to Let Go of, those great higher consciousness quizzes that helps you uh, test your, your intuition and develop discernment skills, tools for transformation, high vibe book recommendations, and my general main topics. You can find all of these playlists on the website at themindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash podcast, or you can find it in the link below in the show notes. Now back to today's episode.